What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? How do you mean, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck is happening here? What the fuck is this shit? What the fuck was my point? Oh, what the fuck, man? What the fuck kind of... What the fuck is going on over there? <laughs> what the fuck was that? What the what? fuck is that? What the fuck just came out of your mouth? <laughs> what the fuck, kid? What the fuck? What the fuck is wrong with these people? What the fuck is wrong with me? What the fuck is he talking about? What the fuck is going on here? What the fuck is all that shit going on? Who the... What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck is going on there? What the fuck? How does that happen? What the fuck? What the fuck is this? What the fuck? What the fuck? Really? What the fuck is wrong with these people? What the fuck? Like, seriously. What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck is going on in this country? What the fuck am I doing with my life? What the fuck happened there? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> what the fuck, you douchebag? <laughs> what the fuck what, what the, the fuck? fuck if you're pre-born you're fine if you're preschool you're fucked you get your ass to work and save my country from these cock-sucking republicans our enemies are innovative and resourceful and so are we they never stop thinking about new ways to harm our country and our people and neither do we i say we take off and nuke the entire site from morgan the only way to be sure. There is a there is a separation of church and state. There is not a separation of faith and politics. <laughs> oh wait, you're serious. Let me laugh even harder. <laughs> God created a perfect world. He created everything in six days, just a few thousand years ago. serious what's up motherfuckers <laughs> i think that kind of says it all i think it does Ugh, that was a nice little stretch <laughs> um so yeah fuck we can say fuck again we can because the grand experiment did not work it wasn't a failure it was a dip into the um well the other side you yeah. know fuck basic cable let's uh <laughs> but it, as we did it, especially last week when there wasn't a whole lot of news, um, they really, it really limited, especially with the Supreme Court stuff that happened. It really limited the stuff that that we would talk about because there wasn't any movie news, and it was like, now how are we going to fill a fucking hour? We can yeah, do three seriously. hours standing on our heads, right? But now, um, what the I fuck still are we think that do? you know. Um, so, just to let you guys know, what we're going to do it. Uh, still going to be you know a bunch of movie stuff. There'll be some some current events. Yeah. Um, the I think time wise, we're probably going to stick to that hour and change ish. I yeah. think that depends on what long, we got going. Yeah. Um, but that's I, I think that was a good that was a good time. That was a good a, a good change. Yeah. If it's going to um, go longer, it'll be for a good reason. Like yeah. like today might be a good reason. Yeah, that might be kind of fun to do. We have, so, a, we have um, a, a possible script reading that we might Yeah, try. so this will be fun. I might have to sort script of and quotes. act a little bit, sort of, kind of. So. I haven't decided how to play this yet. Okay. So. Well, we don't have to do it this week either because it's not time sensitive. Yeah, so true. we'll see. We'll this see if we, uh, we'll see how we feel. So uh, how the fuck are you? <sighs> I'm in limbo. 
actually. How the, how the, I mean. All right, let's get all the boring, know? the boring house cleaning all shit right. out of the way. So it's, the, the, uh, oh, I went. Can I, I just, can I throw something up yeah. there before, just because I will forget. Yeah. Because it's not in my head yet. <laughs> uh, just a thank you to um, all the folks who uh, sent me birthday wishes. I appreciate that. That was very nice, generous. Uh, so thanks. I am that really was, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. Um, so uh, what is going on with the um, technology <sighs> update? All right. So it, it, I don't know where we left it last week, but I got the estimate. $275 for parts, $2,000 for labor, which Oy. seems really high. Which is why I think it was Saturday, I want to say, or Friday, I decided. I think it was, I think it was Friday okay. you texted me and I said, holy fuck. Yeah. So, yeah. So I decided that uh, I'm going to, as, as, as awkward as it makes me feel, as uncomfortable as I am about asking for help from People that I really only know online, I don't yeah. want to use the word quote-unquote strangers because I talk to a bunch of people all the time, yeah. but um, I started a GoFundMe because it's show because it's, it's a lot of show files and yeah, stuff. God, in there. Yeah, yeah, um, it's our history. Stuff our it's kids, everything. Stuff yeah. our kids are going to cringe to when they're at yes. our funerals. Yes. Because we'll probably die at the same time. <laughs> Um, so I started a GoFundMe thing, which is you can find if you're so inclined at GoFundMe.com slash Are You Serious? Pretty good, huh? Yeah. I think that fits really well. So I'm going to attempt to to raise the, the money um, to replace the – to get the data. So if you can, folks, that'd be awesome. Um, a bunch of people. A bunch of people. And some people that I've never spoken to. Uh, some are anonymous. I don't have the list in front of me now, so I don't want to name any names yeah. at this point because there's a couple anonymous donors on there. But holy shit, thank you the yeah. the the thank generosity you. of of people I have never met face to face is amazing. And there's one person that donated more than anybody else who I don't not in my friends list, not in either of the shows. I don't know who they are. Send me a friend request. I would like to say thank you. Awesome, absolutely awesome. So, um, as of this, as of right now, I'm going to call it up on my phone here. Was an app for that? There is an app for that. I think I actually knew that. Um, oh, see on the website, it'll tell you percentage wise. I think I'm at 29%. I have $588, which is absolutely amazing. Any yeah. little bit puts a dent because we are in such a tight budget here for the ne- definitely the next few months with refinancing the mortgage to get everything back on track and a whole bunch of boring stuff that nobody really needs to know about <laughs> all of my private life stuff but um <laughs> it's it's really tight and it wouldn't have been doable we wouldn't I wouldn't have been able to get the information back or have them start the work for for at least 3 or 4 months from yeah. now maybe 6 so there, I have this whole thing set up where I have to rob from Peter to pay Paul to borrow from Mary. Yeah. Uh, and and re, basically the money will go to repay loans. Um, we tried to get a loan from a bank. My credit is too shitty. Now, here, I, I, real quick aside here. I can do a mobile deposit on my phone where I take a picture of the front and the back of the check. Yeah. And that takes three days to post. Uh-huh. 
But on a Saturday afternoon, I can fill out a loan application and get a call in 12 minutes. Yeah. What the fuck? That's weird. Good thank you, bank, for calling me back and telling me I'm a fucking deadbeat. Yeah. You know. So, yeah, it's incredibly stressful. We have nothing on the computer. Like, we have movies. The The movie server, whatever thing, part of the computer did not die. If it did... It would have been like, oh, shit, there's a whole lot of work I have to do. Yeah. But but this is, you know, it shows stuff. It's kid pictures. Every just, graphic design up. job that we've ever done. Yeah. Like T-shirts, postcards, terrifying. business cards, all kinds of stuff. And just when Ellen has all of these designs started up because she she's going to start doing stuff yeah. to sell on Etsy. And she has all these little, these little monsters designed. And I don't know if I said this before. I, I think I told you off the show. Um, when she told me she was going to design cute little monstery yeah. things, I'm like, well, how cute are they going to be? I just, pfft, whatever. And then I saw them and I'm like, holy shit, that's actually really good. Not, nice. not that my wife is not talented because she is like, if you were to take her and me and jam us together into one artistic person, we'd be able to cover everything from like, um, little cute Pikachu things mm-hmm. to giant flesh eating monsters. Like, giant flesh-eating Pikachus. Right. I can't do cute, and she can't do, like, Dark. evil and mean. Yeah. Um, but her, her the, she has a thing with eyes where she can make cute little, like, just make something cute yeah. with two dots. And it's just, <laughs> she's tried it on me, and it doesn't work. But <laughs> she's That's and all those dots and, are all over you. Exactly. God damn it, it won't Maybe work. Maybe if I Fuck. put more on put there. Put dots I'll, on this. Use Fuck. a Sharpie. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there is there's the that stuff that she's and and all of it's just sitting in a lab somewhere waiting. I'm I'm waiting now to hear. Yeah. So and, that's and, probably part of the toughest thing is the That waiting. is that's the worst part right now as opposed to when they find the porn and stolen music. Mm. What are they going to do with that stuff? At least the porn is I joked last week that hopefully all of the models in the videos are of age. But I don't think they're looking for that kind of stuff. I think they're looking for like eight terabytes of kitty porn of like, oh, why does this guy have 14,000 pictures of two-year-olds? <laughs> you know, you lose that hard drive. You just fucking throw it out. You're not going to yeah. send that out to a lab. Anyway, can you imagine the dumbass that would get caught doing that? Yeah, I know. That'd be the d- I need to recover all my... I'm not. I'm not saying that sentence because that's that's a goldmine for Scott. So fuck you. It absolutely I'm is. Absolutely. Is. I'm not going to say that. I need to recover so, all my kitty porn. Fuck. <laughs> I actually, you know what? I did set up a bunch of um, of um, what's it called? Rewards at different levels, and yeah. you kind of get you're kind of going to get fucked in this whole deal too. Oh me? Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna have to do work a little bit because they're they're show related. No, how I don't like that. I know. I'm not good at that. So let me um. So lazy. Let me let me look these up, and see what I what I put on here. Where, where is it? Um, I was a little concerned with the one that said I'm gonna give blowjobs. You yes, you were. Let's see. There's producer credits where it's like, initially I just filled them out. I'm like, I, I have nothing to offer. My show has nothing to offer for anybody. So uh, thank you. That's what you get a thank you. Um, for $15, you, you pick a story that we'll cover for, uh, oh, for, for one story 
a week for a month. So you just email me the link and we'll just, Frank promises, because I'm promising for you, to okay. say more than, fuck those people. Let's fuck do another guys. one. That's my, that's my Chick-fil-A commercial. <laughs> fuck those guys. Uh, for $20, we will promote whatever it is you have, unless it's obviously kitty porn. Frank's your man for that. <laughs> <laughs> fuck those guys. For $30, uh, we will review one movie of your choice a week for a month. What? Yeah. Oh God! I'm gonna have to watch. We'll 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 figure step up three. We'll figure that out because then it'll be a month where like you have time. Mm. <laughs> Let's see. For forty, you can choose the theme of the episode. I choose pirate princess. <laughs> that would be interesting, huh? And so you we would tailor an episode based on current news and and events. Um, we do a commentary episode at seventy five dollars. Do two commentary episodes. I have Noah. Do you? I have to watch Noah. Yeah, and I, I, oh. regardless of whether or not anybody does we're that, we're doing one, Noah. We're gonna do God's Not Dead when I can get my hands on that. Oh. We absolutely have to. Uh, Eighty dollars. Uh, I'll do a short story or two for an audio book because I had fun doing that. That's actually not. Yeah, too that's bad. all you. Um, and for five hundred dollars, we'll turn the show over to you for four months, and we'll do whatever you want. Four I'm, months. Yeah, that's like that's like that's what two twenty shows. Yeah. 16 shows. Yeah, I know. No one's going to give me $500. No, nah, that's true. So I had it at 1000 I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'll make it a little more tempting and drop it down to 500 and nobody will, nobody will do that anyway. Wow. You hear that, Koch brothers? $500. You can buy my allegiance, just like any <laughs> other politician out there. So, you know, I wanted to put something out there that was at least sort of fun to, like, do. And, you know, I actually, I had to think about the stuff. And like, think, yeah. think of something. And and there are a couple of people have claimed some of them, and I put them up after some people had donated. So, if uh, if anybody that has donated didn't didn't have those options when you're there, just send me an email. Are you serious? Podcast at gmail dot com, and we can talk. So, get into the show and stop talking about begging for money because it makes me feel weird. Even though we just did that for like twelve minutes. All right, let's talk about something else. All right, how about this one? Oh, no, wait, let me, can I do a movie thing? Yeah. Because I saw right. a movie. I was just really excited about this one. Yeah, I know. I want to see that, too. But anyways, I yeah. did go, because someone had to, yeah. um, I had to go see Tammy. Yeah. Um, I do like Melissa McCarthy. Is that her name? McCarthy? Mac- she's McCarthy? Fine. Whatever. I think. I don't know. What does that um, have to do with it? Nothing at all. all right. I don't know. That was wrong. You're just I, trying to be as much of a dick as possible, hey, right? Hey, you know, I have to be me. So, um... And I have to say, I was a little, I mean, it was fine. You know, it's whatever. Is it a 4th of July release? No, it's like a mid-August release. Yeah, that's not. That's, I was really kind of surprised. Like, I'm disc. surprised that, like, like, the Planet of the Apes movie wasn't last week. That or Transformers. Been, yeah, Transformers was the week before. It's just, it really was a dead 4th of July-like yeah. release. Like, what else opened? Nothing. 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 Tammy of, was no, the big thing, so Earth, to was, speak. Was Earth to Echo the week before with Transformers? No, no. Actually, Earth to Echo was this week. Okay, so, so nothing. Yeah, but yeah. So which is too bad because Earth to Echo. Um, I think if you mix the letters around, it says just rent ET. Um, yeah, it says ET and Bubo from Clash of the Titans. Yeah. So um, anyway, but Tammy was. I mean, it was. It was funny, and it was what we thought it would be. You know, she's. She's. She does that kind of character well. Doofy white trash. Doofy white trashy, you know, mouthy kind of person. 
And um, but more, yeah, more mouth than brains. Yeah, but yeah. she needs to. It needs to be tempered with like a Sandra Bullock character. She or, worked really or well like her, in a yeah. crowd, like in Bridesmaids and stuff like that. So, um, that you know that was that. Susan Sarandon was fine. Um, they wasted a, like a bunch of people who were in it. Like Dan Aykroyd was in it for like fifty seconds, and it's like, oh. why the fuck? I mean. I seriously, I really think that at one point when he w- turns and walks out of a scene, I saw him like just counting money. <laughs> and that was him leaving before yeah. he was supposed to. So, yeah. Um, yeah, maybe that's what that was. I think I heard the director going, Dan, wait, we just need you. To, if you could just. You have eight more scenes. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. So, and I was really surprised. I mean,. I'm a big. I, I really like when movies will make little references to other stuff. Oh yeah, little you know, like little insider kind of movie nerd, you know, yeah. jizz, whatever you want to call it. Okay, okay, I wouldn't. You know, call it no, because like okay. you know, like when you watch when you watch Captain America and you yeah. see you know the tombstone and it's got Ezekiel twenty five seventeen. Right, you know what right. I mean? Like that's yeah. like oh hey that's yeah. and so here's Susan Sarandon. In a movie where they're like, it's like a buddy movie on the road. Uh, there's a crime committed, like, and there's not even one, not even like a sliver of a Thelma and Louise reference. Really? Not she doesn't like, at, at any point be in chase. She doesn't say, I'm just going to drive this fucking car off a cliff. Nothing. Not even like driving by and looking at it. Like, absolutely nothing. And if it was there and subtle and I missed it. Fine, I'll okay. take that. Call right. me on it, okay? But I'm really nope, good at no that one shit. else. No one else saw it, okay? You so, um, probably one of the funniest lines in it, and I was literally, I think, the only one who laughed. Again, I mean, it was actually pretty packed. And Scotty Dew was telling me that um, that weekend, that's what everybody was seeing. Everybody was seeing Tammy. He said that Friday was fucking crazy. The weather that's was horrible because Transformers. But everybody was seeing it. It, by it was double. no, but it was Transformers and Tammy. That's what the, that's what people were seeing. Huh. So, but anyway, um, what's well, because it's all that was there. There's there's this one line where they're at like a rental place for like jet skis, and they're kind of arguing with the guy, or whatever. And as she walks away, and the guy's wearing like like a like a muscle shirt kind of thing, and he's just like this scrawny dude, you know, okay. just a dude. Uh, and um, so just Susan Sarandon, and and I want to th- I want to think that it was like just her little one off, but. It was probably written. Was she just as she's before she walks away? She just looks at him and goes, "Muscle shirts are for muscles." It just walks away, <laughs> and it was just like it was. It's one of those lines that it's easy to just lose, and it was just totally in the delivery. Okay, you know. But and I was the only one who like you know had a nice little burst of laughter. I thought it was fucking hilarious. Hmm. So, um, but the movie's totally forgettable. It's yeah. probably up there with like, you know, Blades of Glory. Oh, I enjoyed that one, actually. Did you? Yeah, it was all right. Will Ferrell made that. Yeah, but Will Ferrell's another one where he's better, I think, when he's like in small doses, like when he just sort of shows up. Like like the Ricky Bobby one was too much. Sometimes even well, it was that Ricky Bobby was George Bush as a race car driver. Yeah, that was that was the problem I had. But with even it. even Ron Burgundy gets a to be a little bit in, much. I thought in the first one it was it was it was pretty good because you're still learning about the character and everything, and he had good supporting cast. I thought, but the second one was 
I'm yeah, glad, the I'm glad was, they made it, but mm, yeah, I it, get it. I get it. The 24-hour news ruined yeah. everything. I get it. So we knew um, that before the movie came out. And uh, yeah, I think that's uh, and I've, uh, I've I, d- I did actually. Now that I'm thinking about it, appreciate the fact that Ron um, basically ruined cable TV news. Yeah, he created Fox News. Pretty much, yeah. That was kind of funny. Um, I've also, just uh, jump away from movies for a second, I'm almost done with um, the third Stephen King book I've ever read. Oh. Um, I read The Shining and The Dead Zone when I was 12, 13 years old. Okay. Um, loved The Shining. Didn't quite get The Dead Zone at the time. Oh, I was yeah, young. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm reading a, a new one of his called Mr. Mercedes. Oh, it's yeah. kind of like a mystery and it's uh, it's not bad. I don't love it. Okay. It's I'll be honest with you, the writing to me seems a little I don't know, like a little out of his wheelhouse maybe. Again, I don't have a like a a lot of experience reading mm-hmm. him, so I don't know how much like it's it's not creepy, so I don't know if well, a writer should be able to write. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Right? So, so. Um, but it's fine. Like the story's pretty good. There are a couple. Yeah. There were one or two little like, oh, it didn't go where I thought it was going to go. There, that's interesting. And okay. now I'm sort of at the point where I'm just, you know, waiting for it to wrap up. So, gotcha, um, gotcha. Yeah, so that's that's pretty good. I read Stephen King for a while, and I just got bored with it. I think I think you know what I read the first Dark Tower book. And then other ones didn't come out, and I'm like, I'm done. Well, I just I read an interesting interview with him a bunch of years ago, where he, you know, people would give him shit for being so prolific and popping out a book every now and again. He's just like, you know, I don't crank out one at a time. You know, he's got like a bunch of different ones in different stages right. of development. Yeah. So he just goes and, you know, kind of whatever I'm feeling, that's kind of where I'll go. You know, I, so I never, if some I, finish yeah. around the same, you know, within a year or two of each other, fine, just break them up. Yeah. I never had a problem with like, like, like how many he put out. So uh, this will be interesting, Mr. Mercedes, to see. I don't, I didn't, I haven't gone looking for it yet. I don't know if the rights, the movie rights, the movie rights have probably already been sold. Uh, the um, last, the last King movie that was made was The Mist, and then before that was like, I don't know. Well, you made a weird face. Really? This got a this is something between the more mist recent and now. The mist. When was the mist? Seven or eight? Really? Yeah. Let me then see. There was um, the one where uh, what's his face gets his ankles broken. Well, that was like eighty nine. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Of course, this won't be by year. Let me type in by year. Because it's the internet. It'll be a list by year. Okay, it's, there might be something I'm I'm forgetting. I don't know. Oh well, there was uh, Carrie with the remake of Carrie. Yeah, I saw that. Um, I don't know what Willa is. Okay, so there's a whole lot. The Mist was 2007. This there's a bunch of short films. Bag of Bones is a TV miniseries. There's uh, Under the Dome, which is a TV series. Is Mr. Mercedes there yet? No, because these, I think, are produced ones. But I don't I don't know what this one is. I don't know what, what Willa is. 
I don't know. Hmm. Because it was it said it has last year listed, so it could have been filmed last yeah. year and not put out. I, I was, don't know. And of course, there's like who's in it? <sighs> Theodore Bolocus, Gregory M. Brown, Jane Brown, Felix Flores. So nobody. Uh, it's probably Canadian. This is this is weird. English uh, filming location. Strange. Straight to video. Yeah. Does that, I mean? I'm trying to find a hundred and fifty thousand dollar budget. What did he make it in his yard? Weird. There's no release date listed either. Oh, okay. I thought it was 2013. June 28th, 2013. Interrobang Film Festival. Yeah. So it probably did shitty. Or, I mean, then there's Dolan's Cadillac in 2009 and The Mist for stuff that's not a short film or a TV series. So Carrie, the remake of Carrie with Chloe Grace Moretz was the last one. I'm going to look up Dolan's Cadillac, though. Kind of weird that you would, you would, um, you would get the rights to a story and not a Christian Slater. Best West Bentley. Huh? That's Gee, weird. I don't remember that being coming out. Do you what movie Dolan's Cadillac? $10 million budget. Sounds vaguely familiar. April 6th, 2010 DVD premiere. Yeah. So it went straight to so the mist is the last yeah. major. And that was just last year. No, that was two thousand seven. Oh, the mist. No, the mist. Carrie. Carrie was last year. Yeah, yeah. the mist fourteen oh eight. Dreamcatcher to two thousand three. So there, there's a. You know lot what? Do more. a search for uh, Mister Mercedes. All right. Oh, you know what? IMDb. Hold on. Why don't I do this and uh, I'll take Willa. And because uh, I, I had that already in the search box up there, and we'll click on Stephen King because he would be credited, wouldn't he? Well, yeah. If it was uh, in, if production. anything, he'd be a producer if he wasn't a writer. Yeah. I mean, if it's his thing. All right. So under the dome, the milkman last rung on the ladder. Ayana, mercy, night surf, the boogeyman. Cell, which has been in production for a very long time. It, Doorway, Strawberry Spring. I remember that one. That was about a serial killer. Popsy. That sounds familiar, too. Gerald's Game and In the Death Room. Huh. Let me go down and down and down. Uh, Oh, well. Now, Under the Dome, Desperation, Riding the Bullet. No, nothing yet. Riding the bullet. That sounds dirty. It does. I am sure that they, if it's a mystery, like you said. um, Yeah, I could totally see it as a movie. Yeah. Interesting. Anyway. Frank Darabont should do it. What's that? (laughs) Frank Darabont should direct it. He just gets King's stuff. No, actually, David Fincher should direct it. Okay. I like his stuff, too. Shall we do this article? Yeah, this looks fun. Fast food Move employees 
I can't move that far. I still got to come closer. Fast food employees confess what menu items you should never order. Number one, and this is written by the employees, so Panera Pasta. Panera Pasta, it's all microwave. This includes mac and cheese, smoothies, frozen drinks, nasty base crap that smells and it's sticky. Cupcakes, coffee cakes, all come frozen. Best items are the real sandwich slash salads, real ingredients, and usually fresh. So the soups must come frozen as well. I do like the soups. I don't think being frozen is necessarily a bad thing. No, I don't think thing. it's necessarily a bad thing either. I mean, no. But, I mean, in their breads, I know that they bake in yes. the stores. So This is going to get worse as we go down. Though. Oh, yeah. So Taco Bell steak and beans. No shit. It says, I worked. I'm so in the mood for that right now. <laughs> I, oh, my God, that looks awful. I worked at Taco Bell a little bit ago, and I warned everyone to stay away from both the beans and the steak. This is true. The beans start out looking like cat food, and the directions are add water and stir until you can't see white anymore. <laughs> the beans, the beans. You know, you know the 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 lechoy uh, crispy noodles. Yeah, they kind of look like that in the bag, and then huh. you and then they melt into the the bean paste. Interesting. Um, Adwin, the steak was just the worst on dish duty. If it would sit too long, it would become like hair gel. That's weird. It was the worst, which means it's not meat. Yeah. This one, I, I, I want to know what kind of shitty theater they were at. Part of this is true. Movie theater popcorn. I worked at a theater. Don't get the popcorn for the first showing. That's all just last night's popcorn put into a giant bag and then reheated in the warmers in the morning. Oh, yeah. And remember the sticky floor in the aisle of the theater? Aisle. There's one aisle in that theater. (laughs) Well, what do you think would happen if you had that at your house? Yes, that's how you get ants and cockroaches and anything else. Plus, it's in the dark most of the time. It's like a bug buffet once the lights go out and the movie starts. We, We never had an issue with bugs. No. Mice, and on I the other hand. I think that the popcorn thing is bullshit. Yeah. I would eat the popcorn as soon as we would put it in the warmer. and Because I, I had to, quote, unquote, test it. Yeah. It was never terrible. No. I mean, it's the popcorn is actually, once it's popped, it's resilient. And yeah. the amount of, I mean, we would pop, what, on a Friday? I don't remember. What was the popping schedule? I don't remember. Jesus. I, there was one theater that I worked in where I would pop on Thursday and I would pop 60 bags and that would get us through to the next Thursday. Yeah. So, whatever. If it tastes good, eat it, right? Except for this. McDonald's chicken nuggets. No I kidding. used to work at McDonald's. If you order, especially chicken nuggets, just ask for, for, for them fresh. Otherwise, they've just been sitting in their container in the heat. They have a timer, but nine... That says nine slash ten. Nine time nine out of ten times. That took way too long yeah. to figure out. When that timer goes off, people just reset the timer instead of making new ones. This could go on until all the nuggets are sold. Number five. Baseball stadium hot dogs. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> but you know what? There's only one other place that I would Get a hot dog. Costco. Those fucking hot dogs are awesome. Okay. I haven't had one of those. 
I used to work in a baseball park concession stand. The short answer is not to order anything. But if you absolutely have to buy something, don't buy the hot dogs. Do not buy the hot dogs. They made it out of the package okay. They might even have been edible after we finished grilling them. But then they went into the water. We keep three pans of water at the back of the grill that held the hot dogs. Any hot dogs left at the end of the day went back into the fridge and came out again the next day. Me and the other cook put our feet down on throwing out the water and old hot dogs after two full days, but the management didn't want to let us. See, I think those are isolated incidents because there are, like, clearly you throw out the fucking laws, okay? Now, to put a hot dog back in in the freezer... Or it's a leftover. You have leftovers in your house. Exactly. One day reheated. Right. Uh, still, though, it is kind of gross, right? Hot dog. KFC barbecue sandwiches. This should not come as a surprise. Right. Worked at KFC for approximately four years. Thank you. The barbecue sandwich is actually made from chicken too old and stale to give to the homeless shelters, so they soak it in barbecue sauce until it can be pulled. And then they keep it on the heater for a month. That is not true. I still order it, though. That that's can't, that's that what it says. That, that's a, no, that's a little exaggerated. Exactly. I but I can see taking old chicken and, and re, repurposing, yeah, repurposing it. it. Einstein Brothers eggs. There's nothing about that sentence that, that sounds right. good. I worked at Einstein's bagel place, which is basically fast food. You know shit. Don't order anything with eggs. They aren't real eggs, and if business is slow, they could have been sitting in a container for hours after they are microwaved. If anybody saw the beginning of Clerks 2, you would see that the egg comes in this cylinder that you (laughs) slice a piece off of. Number eight, no shit. Wendy's Chili. fucking love Wendy's Chili. I used to work at Wendy's. The meat used in the chili, yeah, that comes from the meat on the grill top that expires and dries up that's put into a warming drawer until you have enough for a batch of chili which we first freeze and then thaw the next day so if the chili sitting in the warmer doesn't sell fast enough we just added hot water to mix it up this one i can totally see oh yeah fuck mcdonald's cafe bullshit. mcdonald's mick cafe i worked for mcdonald's I make sure everyone that matters to me never orders anything that comes out of the McCafe machines as they are, these are routinely neglected in practically all of the McDonald's. Not only are staff not properly trained in its cleaning and maintenance, at almost every McDonald's I've had experience with, the managers in charge of training them don't know fuck all either. <laughs> all McCa- That's what's written there. All McCafe beverages run through a horrifically dirty machine. We're talking five plus inches of uncleaned liquid bullshit making up its inside parts. I'm not surprised. Sludge would build up in those machines, and you have to tear it down, wash everything. Who wants to do that? Number 10, no shit, gas station Slurpees. Yeah, anything with the word gas station in front of it. Yeah, gas station Slurpees. The amount of mold in those machines would crush your childhood to a pulp. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much any soda fountain type thing at all has mold in the nozzles unless yeah. you're actually taking care of them and number 11 dunkin donuts donuts currently employed at dunkin donuts and it's sad but true all the donuts and baked goods there come to us frozen no shit you don't have 
in the in 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 your gas station Dunkin' Donuts the capacity to make and fry donuts. Right. God damn it! We went to Richardson's today. Oh, I, yeah. I had to drive my father fun. for his uh, his checkup um, for his hip operation uh, replacement thingy there, and it's it's going well, but it's going slow. Um, so he wanted to walk around a little bit because he felt like he, he, he had a good checkup and he's doing all right. So he went to Richardson's and got some ice cream at 11 o'clock in the morning because that's what time his appointment was over. And Richardson's makes all their shit on premises. Yeah. Um, uh, that, that's what I was getting at. They've got, yeah, I like going there with the kids because you can go and you can mini golf. You can see yep. the cows. You can see the veal. It's awesome. <laughs> if my father was, was, was up for it and had a cane or could could walk better now because yeah. eventually he'll get he'll get off of the cane and he'll be totally fine if you bring up a cane they'll let you kill your own veal then um that's all you need just the harder you hit it the more tender it is exactly um then we probably would have done golfing because the girls are like they sat there and cheered golfers on <laughs> like like these people don't want to what i didn't understand is there were a bunch of guys um late tw- early 20s late teens they were they were doing the golf and stuff, and they all had backpacks like on. They were carrying backpacks. That seemed weird to me. Who brings a backpack on a date, aside from rapists? I don't know. I don't know. Should we take a break here? I'll find some music to throw in. Yeah. Actually, you know what? Uh, you know what? We'll just pause it, and I'll put the music in later because I all think right. I got to pee. All right, we'll be right back. There's an article. Uh, Christopher Nolan talks about the, quote, bleak future of cinema. He made Batman. And how studios will, quote, relearn the value of the theatrical experience. You know, I saw that when you you pulled it up. I saw that. I'm like, all right. I, mean, I think that, you know, that's an interesting kind of thing to say. I think that the uh, the theatrical experience is sort of plateaued. You know, I, I also I think, think that, the the theatrical experience is out of the studio's hands. 
That's yes up to and, the exhibitors. Well, yes and no. I think that I think that studios tried to make it more interesting with 3D. I, I yeah. would I, at this point I would call 3D a a gimmick. Almost, I don't know. No, 3D 3D ticket sales are up from last year. But 3D are they, are they up like numbers of tickets? Numbers of tickets. But yes. like. They, it, what? It's because that's... What are people seeing in 3D? Uh, I don't know. I don't ask them. But they're just up. I know I know. I read somewhere it declined, and now the numbers are higher than they have been. Um, I, I will actually go and see a 3D movie here and there. If Guardians of the Galaxy is 3D at the IMAX theater, I'm going to see it in 3D. I can't wait. We, saw, we saw Dragons in 3D. Um, we're gonna go see Apes at the six dollar show. I can't wait. And we're for gonna apes. see that in two D. I can't wait for Apes. Um, that's this weekend. Yes. Nice. Yes. I almost so, want to watch the first one tonight. Uh, I'm gonna watch. I think I'm gonna watch it with Ellen tomorrow night. Um, just to just as a refresher. Uh, that's when I really regret not paying attention to the first time it came out. I had no idea. Was no so one had any idea it was gonna I be saw good. It. I saw it twice. So let's see what Christopher Nolan has to say because I'm kind of cold on his whole thing. What's his point? Well, I mean, okay. So this article is on IndieWire, so um, it's not much. I'll, I'll read the thing so, so it's not really out of context. The movie-going experience, and even how we discover films to watch, has been undergoing a steady change. Studios have turned their attention to blockbusters. No, they haven't. The studio's attention has always been on blockbusters. Yeah. And so too have multiplexes with smaller independent films or art house efforts offering arriving on VOD first before getting a cursory limited run. That's how it's been. Like, yeah, that's like been like that forever. for a decade. Easy. At least. But even the presentation of movies has changed with digital now the favored format even at film festivals, while seeing a print on the big screen is becoming a rare experience, usually one relegated to a specialty house, it's hard to find the right analogy for this evolution and change in values on how we experience cinema. But Christopher Nolan puts it thusly, the theatrical window is to the movie business what live concerts are to the music business, and no one goes to a concert to be played an MP3 on a bare stage. All right. What this, I what this I boils anal- down to is... I think is the analogy is wrong. Absolutely. 100% wrong. He likes film. Great. Guess who doesn't give a shit? Everybody that went to see Transformers. Right. But, but you know what it is? It's like there are movies and there are films. We've said this a thousand times. Yeah. All right? But there's also... You know, you can you can love film. You can love the way film looks and the way it feels and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. All right? But the reality... Yeah. The reality is that the technology is changing. All yeah. right? And if you want that feel, quite frankly, it's only a matter of time before... You can do it now. Yeah. You I mean, can add that. Yeah, in. I know. But you can tell. All right? Mm, there's all right? some. There's some. Actually, there was one movie. I can't remember what it was that I didn't notice that it was it, digital. It, was, it had just enough grain, just enough. Right. Was, and was, it's, that's only going to get better. Yeah. Okay? But if I you, like if a you nice want crisp that. show. If you want that, what I think, what I think that what doing digital ads and 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 not just production but in exhibition mm. is it does it saves money, it saves time, 
All right. It's it's I, I think that it it offers opportunities for exhibitors. It offers opportunities for filmmakers. And I think that it really gives an opportunity for more filmmakers to 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 get their stories out there. All right. Well, and yeah. wh- where you can walk into, you know, an, e- even an art house and say, hey, I made a film. OK, here it is. It's on this jump drive. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's on this flash drive. Yeah. Okay. Can you show this? And that's happened at at at, at the hits. Yeah. All right. So, I well, yeah. You can cry about the death of you know, quote unquote film. All right. Nobody gives a shit. Nobody's crying about, or at least no one's crying enough about the death of of story. Okay. Of originality. I mean, how many sequels are there? Okay. But that's but how that's many existing what, properties, and I know that I know the economics is. of it. Yeah, no, okay? but I mean, that's, you can do a Transformers, yeah. but then the studio needs to decide. Okay, are we now going to put that money into smaller, you know, films? But right. the problem is that studios become pieces of larger conglomerates. All right, where it's just okay. How's the food division doing? How's the movie division doing? How's yeah. the office supply yeah. division doing? So that it's it's less about what can what can the money from this big movie what can that feed into other artistic kind of things. It's just one bottom line for for a bigger yeah. for a bigger organization. Therein lies the bigger problem. All right. I don't think it's about exhibition. I don't, you know, because what he should he should actually be happy that a sloppy projectionist isn't going to fuck up his cuts between reels or that the audio is going to be out of sync because you didn't thread the SDDS reader properly and it's either too tight or too loose right. or you know the the channels get fucked up or the image the movie will be presented the way you want it right the variables at that point are light levels sound levels that kind of thing but that is that is above that's and beyond the better that's than, all about the theaters that's all about the yeah. exhibitors but the, but that's but those three those three things you know sound and 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 luminosity 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 light it's it that's so much less to worry about than is it opening night and some shithead put the fourth reel of wind talkers on upside down and backwards but not I, that i know anybody that's done that as a shithead but but i just i just think that he needs to look at you know it i don't think well it's, let's 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 see what else he has to say all right <laughs> Uh, let's see. The director has taken time out of finishing his forthcoming inter- forthcoming Interstellar to write a column for the Wall Street Journal about the Which bleak awesome, by the way. future of film. The bleak future of film. In short, Nolan puts studios on blast for their short-term endgame of attempting to position films as content or products that can fill a variety of outlets like toothpaste or toilet paper. So, he's quoted here. Content pretends to elevate the creative, but actually trivializes differences of form that have been important to creators and audiences alike. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. 
Keep going. Content can be ported across phones, watches, gas station pumps, or any other screen. And the idea would be that movie theaters should acknowledge their place as just another of these platforms, albeit with bigger screens and cup holders, Nolan writes. And it says here, and in a bit of irony, because it's not ironic. I don't ironic. understand how it's ironic. Ironic. It's not. It should be noted that AMC announced yesterday they were spending $600 million to install bigger reclining chairs in their theaters. Not in all of them. In some of them, they're going to create like 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 the director's hall that yeah. National Amusement has. But I think that, you know, yeah, he's right. Because of the, the ubiquitousness of screens and the ease with which digital can be transported all over the place, I don't see that as a bad thing. If I can start watching a movie at home and, you know, it's, then I can watch it on my phone or whatever. It, like, it sounds I, it's, to me like he needs to think about how he can utilize all those different screens for the movie experience. They're movies. First and foremost, they're movies. It's two hours of entertainment. He's not curing fucking cancer with this. We're, we, we moved away from records. We moved away from eight tracks. We moved away from cassettes. We moved away from CDs. It's digital now. Same thing with film, except it's gone from film to digital. It's the biggest leap in technology that an industry has yeah. ever seen. And... Yeah, so Abrams' film in episode seven on film. I don't give a shit. Make a good movie. That's all that matters. He's lamenting the death of film. I don't give a shit. I don't think that it's Make a, a good death. movie. I don't think it's necessarily... No, a film of the no, physical... No, 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 I, like, I get it, but I don't even think that you need to lament that because I just think that kind of like the way Abrams is doing it, he's using it as a tool. Yeah. He wants a certain feel. And if he, he as the director feels that he's going to get that... You know, by using film instead of some, you know, software way to get that. That's his decision as as an artist. OK, yeah. I don't think that anybody is going to choose what to watch or even how to watch it. Bringing in Nolan's point about all the different screens. No one is going to make a decision based on what tools he used. Do you know no, what I mean? Like, no, no one's going to no. go, oh, fuck that. I'm not seeing that. It was all done on digital. No one's going to do that. People don't do that. That's, that's, that's the like thing saying, is you know what? All... I don't like the lenses that he used. Fuck that. I'm not going to see it. Yeah. Okay? It's just, it's, just another, it's just another tool. Oh, you know what? That was, that was edited on Avid. Fuck that. It's just another tool. And I think that it's up to the creators to decide yeah. what tools they're going to use to best tell their story. All right. Yeah. And then the people who decide what to do with that, the studios and such say, hey, you know what? We're going to make this available just in movie theaters. OK, because they have to balance. You know, I mean, people give 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 studio heads and, you know, a lot of shit. Oh, yeah. And if, if for yeah. no other we reason than to play. Yeah, no, we totally yeah. do. If for no other reason than to play devil's advocate, there's a really difficult balance they need to maintain between yeah. Yeah. you know pushing the you know like maintaining the creative aesthetic and and trying to tell really really good stories but also remembering that hey we have to keep the lights on people need to yeah pay, yeah this eight you know? million dollars that we invested in a tiny movie needs to make its money back so that you know we can pay these people next right. time we have a job so for them. it's it's 
I'm, I'm not quite sure what Nolan's point is here. Well, it gets weird. All right, because it's already sort of all over the place, like the death of film, and you can watch a movie at a gas station. or what You know what? You He has to fucking adapt to that. But I don't that's, think he... But that's, okay. that's the generation that we have now, that stuff is released to video on demand. Okay, so fucking deal with it. All I think that all Nolan needs to worry about is make make a good movie tell a good story oh he can talk Excuse about me. this that's tell fine. a good story okay yeah but don't then worry about how someone's gonna if the story is good it'll be a good story if i'm watching it like on a two-inch screen yeah if it's a good story it's gonna hold me wherever i'm watching it yeah uh, let's see. And taking the thread of content and digital pres- digital presentations a bit further, Nolan sees a future where movies are essentially channels on a dial. That's now, actually. Has he seen I don't Netflix? Why that's bad? Well, listen to his insane idea that can't possibly work. I'm gonna. Sorry, I just okay. I just like prefaced this whole thing and gave my opinion before I said it. Um, where the ones with the biggest ratings, that's in quotes, ratings, will earn more screenings, and ones that don't sell out as quickly will be scuttled from the theater sooner. Well, period. That's that's what happens now. Yeah, but this is this is how he thinks it should happen. And a quote, the distributor or theater owner, depending on the vital question of who controls the remote, the distributor, it's always the distributor that right. tells you what to do. Uh, would be able to change the content being played instantly. A movie's Friday matinees would determine whether it gets an evening screening or whether the projector switches back to last week's blockbuster. This process could even be automated based on ticket sales in the interests of, quote, fairness, in a quote. Nolan imagines instant reactivity always favors the familiar, New approaches need time to gather support from audiences. Smaller, more unusual films would be shut out. Innovations, innovation would shift entirely to home-based entertainment, with the remaining theaters serving exclusively as gathering places for fan-based or branded event titles. Okay. he. You know what, though? He is deaf. I mean, I see his point about smaller movies getting shoved aside by bigger, more popular That movies. happens anyway. It happens anyway, A. But he's starting to remind me of, like, my dad get off my you know, lawn not even get off my lawn but my dad for the longest time you know wouldn't get an atm card because he was afraid that someone was going to get his money i have a friend that you know what i mean that won't sign up for netflix because they don't want their credit card number on the internet like it probably is anyway so. yeah here's my problem with his logic and how stupid it is um theaters know what they're going to show they know how many shows of what they have. They have a budget. They have a projected attendance. They have a per cap per person. Yeah. Per you know coming, and it all plays together so that you can schedule your people. There are also uh, pre-sale tickets, so you can't change it on the fucking fly because someone has bought a ticket for every show i mean the in te- advance the technology will exist oh yeah where you're being where, where you can change your schedule and change your content click 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 that's that's one tip that's what you think but do the practical that the application of that that's not going to happen that's yeah. that's on your computer that's i think that you know there's 
the theater sets up and advertises showtimes a week ahead of time. Right. I, or you know three what? I also think days. that his his fear or, or his statements <laughs> should be coming from more of a, of an exhibitor's, a theater owner's, you know, bucket of fears because. A theater owner, I mean, they're losing people to their, you know, to their homes and to people yeah. looking at stuff on their tablets and stuff like that. It's theater owners who should be worrying about all the different places that you can watch a movie in and, you know, yeah. and studios pulling movies and maybe showing them somewhere else. And I mean, TV, TV networks are losing great content to Netflix and fucking Yahoo is going to start producing stuff like, yeah. what the fuck yeah. is that? You know, so it's just like I understand what he's saying, but he shouldn't be the one saying it. Just make a good fucking story, okay? He's already—it's already like he's like, you know what? No one's gonna get this movie Interstellar, and it's just gonna be a big movie that's gonna bomb. You think he's setting up his totally? Because he goes on to totally. say, "Have you seen the trailer for Interstellar?" Yeah, yeah, and it looks—it looks good. I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest. Like the trailer for Inception. I don't give a shit. I don't know what the fuck it is about yet. No, I, I saw the trailers for Inception. And I'm like, I, I don't want to see that. It, it oh, I saw it, and I enjoyed I, it. I enjoyed thinking about it. I saw it, okay. and I thought it was I thought fine. it was good. I thought it was fine. I thought it was fun. I thought it was interesting and, and, and something to think about. You know, all right, all right, hold on, ass. hold on, hold on. Um, I am tired of people using the word Inception to mean something inside of something. In the, an inception is the beginning of an idea. It's the birth of yeah. creativity. It's not, oh, I put a turkey in a duck. I inceptionized it. No, that's not what it fucking is. Having the idea there, to put a turkey in a duck. That, that's, that's, that, that, getting the idea is... Yes. Yeah. But you can't call bacon and pancakes bakeception. Because, no, it's fucking bacon pancakes. The idea was the inception. It, it, now I still want to go to They're Taco Bell. using the word wrong, like the whole Sean Bean, you can't just walk into Mordor. Yeah. He was fucking wrong. Yeah. The hobbits walked right the fuck into Mordor. So you can't use the Sean Bean meme to mean it's impossible. Right. Because it's That's totally impossible. Anyway, so he goes on to say, and while Nolan is ringing the cinema is dead bell, he does see hope on the horizon, at least when, quote, Studios relearn the tremendous economic value of the staggered release of their products. Movies can no longer be defined by technology. You unmask powerful fundamentals, the timelessness, the otherworldliness, the shared experience of these narratives, he writes, adding, the audience experience is distant from home entertainment. Oh, sorry, distinct from home entertainment. I agree with that. But not so much that people seek it out for its own sake. I, uh, that's, I think that's bullshit. I yeah, think no, there, there a, are definitely yeah. movies that I'll sit there and go, you know what? I can watch that at home. But this, I need to see. Like I like Transformers. Well, even though it was way too fucking long, I wouldn't watch that at home. I, wouldn't, I would not want to see Godzilla or Pacific Rim right. for the first time at home. But Grand Budapest Hotel, I could yeah, watch on my TV. Definitely. Um. Let's see, the audience is distinct from home entertainment, but not so much that people will seek it out for its own sake. The experience must distinguish itself in other ways, and it will. The public will lay down their money to those studios, theaters, and filmmakers who value the theatrical experience and create a new distinction from home entertainment that will enthrall 
just as movies fought back with widescreen and multi-track sound when television first nipped at its heels. Television didn't do shit to movies. Is he... All right, I I don't I don't like him. I don't you no, know what it is. Just, I just I don't I don't buy it. I don't I buy think, his bitch. I think he's just the, a self righteous egomaniac. I don't, no, you know what it is. I don't I don't buy no, from his, from Dark Knight Rises. I have not liked him. I don't buy his complaint. It's like he's trying to hedge his bets against his movie doing poorly. Once, uh, let's see, the theaters of the future will be bigger and more beautiful than ever before. No, they won't. They will employ expensive presentation formats that cannot be accessed or reproduced in the home, such as, ironically, film prints. No, No, they they won't. won't. And they will still enjoy exclusivity as studios relearn the tremendous economic value of staggered release of their products. Nolan continues, the projects that most obviously lend themselves to such distinctions are spectacles, but if history is any guide, all genres, all budgets will follow. He's wrong. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm not going to watch Guardians of the Galaxy at home. I'm going to go see it in the movie theater. I'm going to see it in IMAX because it's going to be a giant fucking spectacle. Yeah. I don't give a shit how it's portrayed. Actually, I care more that it's digital than film. Yeah. Because I know that any fucking half-wit in a projection booth can fuck up my movie experience and just piss me off forever. Any Yahoo can take a fucking iPad and press start for projector number nine. Yep. I prefer that. As long as you have it programmed right and it starts properly. Yeah. I don't like him. I don't like him. I just Nolan I just don't all. I don't buy it. I but I I just I I, I think I want to see a trailer. Now I got to watch a trailer I, for Interstellar. I just think that he's 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 playing politics. He's it's egotistical. And he's all over the map though. Absolutely, because he's talking in about one, in one he's paragraph about ex, you know the, the the exhibition experience. Like in who one is paragraph, he in one about? paragraph, he talks about how it's bad, and then shifts to how it's good, how it's going to in happen. The same paragraph, be he's wrong. But I think he's 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 just he's he's feeding his own ego with his movies. I don't even think. I mean, no, that's, personally, I mean, that's my do. opinion. I just, of him. I just think that. This is the beginning of, I mean, obviously he's talking about Interstellar and he's throwing this shit out here as, I don't know, it just seems, it's it's all over the place. It's you know, the, you, you've heard the phrase, too clever by half, <laughs> right? Yeah. That's, that's how I see Inception. He was too clever by half. A little too happy with himself. Yeah. Look at what I can do. Yeah. I'm going to make this as confusing as possible so people talk about it. No, it's just stupid. And guess what? The top doesn't fucking matter at the end because it's not his totem. So why the fuck are you showing us this thing? Anybody that argues about the totem at the end of Inception totally missed the middle of the fucking movie where it's Mal's totem and not fucking the man in the iron masks. Because <laughs> the totem doesn't work for anybody else. Um, what was I going to say? I don't know. Me neither. I, had a- I, love, the, I love the Dark Knight. I think it is hands down the yeah, best Batman movie ever made. Movie. But then he followed it up with this jumbled anti-terrorism fascist police state plot movie. It was just fucking too long and stupid. 
Yeah, but it gave us Bane's voice. I do love Bane's voice. I really do. Fuck with. I do. I do love Bane's voice. And really, he sounds like he sounds like a dude that has heartburn and is trying not to fart in a giant cathedral. Right. (laughs) I really can't let this go. I need your permission to fart, and then I can die. I mean, he makes great movies, but after I watch him and I think about him for a second, I'm like, that was no, whatever. And people. Correct people online that try to use Inception improperly. It's stupid. There's probably comments on mm. this thing. Only 14 comments. Does anybody agree with him? Uh, I'd like to see one from like someone like J.J. Abrams. Chris, shut up. Yeah. What's that Prince picture there for? Oh, I don't know. Oh, movie theme songs of the yeah. 80s. Oh, hey, um, the, the movie, the 80s movie I should be in was Ferris Bueller's Day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which that is was just a, so fucking perfect. It really is. It really is. Mine was Blade Runner. I think that works. I think it does, too. Yeah. No. See, I was a good... Usually those things don't match up. <laughs> no. But, but I saw Ferris Bueller's yeah. Day off, and I was just like, yeah, that works. I'll be honest. I, I do a lot of those just to see what the yeah, results exactly. are. And I don't post. I mean, I I might do a lot like, of them. I don't post at all. But this one I did because I thought it yeah. Would, it was I'll do perfect. like I'll do like probably twenty of them. Yeah. If I if if I'm at work and I'm bored and they <laughs> pop up, I'll do it and I'll try different variations on some like what metal band or I got Metallica. Like no matter what answers I changed, <laughs> so I'm like I guess I should have been in fucking eighties yeah. Metallica. That's what, but Blade Runner. So oh wait, fuck this guy who says no, he's right. Where? Oh no, hold on. This one here says, uh, he says, the audience experience is distinct from home entertainment, that whole thing. The public will lay down money to those yeah. studios. He says, this line is very telling. It's more than just the content because people will pay for what they like. So if the content is geared toward people who want to talk, text, hoot, or holler ad nauseum in the theater, that's who will go to the theater. That's, that's a fair assumption. Yeah. Uh, theater owners don't care because they rake in cash and won't confront the, I paid for my ticket, I can do what I want. Well, that's because we don't work there anymore. Right. Mindset of many theater goers. I guess what I'm saying is that valuing the theatrical experience is a very subjective idea. We talk about the girls all the, to, to the girls all the time about having movie theater manners, which means you don't talk loud, you right. don't you don't fidget around in your seat. I tell my kids, I, I tell my even at home, I tell my kids, movies start and somebody starts to say something. Oh yeah, no, like, we we practice, oh, quote I tell unquote, them, you, practice at home. I tell them you can talk during the commercial. Here's one. This is a familiar death knell that's been rung for years. I yeah. see Nolan's point, but also have to just disagree that the picture is so bleak, especially in light of the fact that's, that already this year I've had the great pleasure of seeing the Grand Budapest Hotel, Blue Ruin, and the Rover uh, all in a movie theater. Yeah. I mean, the advent of digital projection allows more of the smaller things to be yeah, out because exactly. copying the film onto a hard drive costs next to nothing compared to striking a full print right so he should be all fucking for it which is what i don't understand and the experience you're going into a dark room you need a giant screen and good sound yeah it doesn't matter how ornate the fucking place looks what does he want does he want flashing lights and neon and statues in the walls and shit no what I do miss, what I, I personally miss, are the curtains that used to open. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. Burlington has or had, I don't know if they do it anymore in theater, um, five and six. They had 
curtains that would close for two minutes before the feature started, and then it would come up with the logo of the of the company of General Cinema projected on the curtains as the curtains opened and the lights came down. And that was no matter what. If I was there watching fucking Tank Girl, still it was like, all right, yeah, it's a movie. But Tank now I, I think Tank Girl. I think the, the the main thing for me for being a, a theater goer is there's the constant stream of of stuff on the screen from the moment you walk in. So I'm never really sure. Oh, did it start? No, I I know. It <laughs> I starts. can tell. Well, I know the image quality. But AMC's got those bullshit. Red oh my fucking, god! Who the fuck was on? There are way too many of those things. Did we talk about those little dot guys? Yeah, we did. They're fucking horrible. Did we talk about how creepy the one that if you see something, say something that that shows up? It's like, I get it. People shoot people in movie theaters. Yeah. Don't fucking remind us. Because the theater I was in went dead quiet when that shit came up. Godzilla, that's the one. And Jesus Christ. Uh, Anyway. (sighs) People are going to go to the movies. Going to the movies on a date is like, hands down, the thing you do. So, I don't know. I don't know. I, oh, fuck that. I fuck I, the I, Supreme I, Court. Yeah. I mean, there there has been zero times in my life when I could... Okay, there's been one other time in my life where... No, there have been zero times in my life where I can definitively say, not being a constitutional scholar or anything like that, the Supreme Court is fucking wrong. Yeah. The Hobby Lobby decision um, didn't pass the quote-unquote lemon test. Mm-hmm. It favors one religion over the rest of them. It's in clear constitutional violation. Right. Fuck them. Yeah. They th- Those judges need to be removed from the bench. They uh, won't be. No, they won't be. But the Supreme Court has lost all credibility. And, yep, their and holdovers. Their holdovers from the fucking Stone Age. Yeah, yeah, it's fucked up. I can't even. I can't even get into it. This no, headline I, I is: don't even want Senate it. Democrats Fuck introduce them. bill to override Hobby Lobby decision. Good. I hope it fucking works. It but Jesus Christ, they opened Pandora's religious box, didn't they? Yeah. Which is different than Pandora's sensual box. Ooh. <laughs> Delicious. I don't. Oh, well. I don't know. We're at an hour. We are. What do you want to do? We'll save this for next week? Yeah, we'll do that next week. Okay. That'll be fun. It'll give me a... Because I'll, I'll look at it. I get a, I want to think about how to play it. Yeah. Yeah, there's a so. section missing that for some reason when I printed it two times didn't print. Uh, should we give a tease for it for next week? Or no? Let's just say... Frank is going to play a priest... <laughs> we'll just leave it yeah. there. Okay. All right. Let me um let me check my uh email here. See what we got. Sweet fuck. Look I hate that. looking at your email. Oh, I just don't give a shit anymore. Know. You know you know you know why I don't me. delete stuff here? Just to my um insane. No, actually my outlook, my uh for work, the outlook email has been yeah. deleting emails on me. Oh, that sucks. Like I will find shit go so I have all my emails, I, I have the, the museum ones here, all the files for that. I have all of, I'm just fucking keeping them all. And then every six months I go through and I delete out. Like I'll look up like, oh, monoprice emails. Yeah. By the way, I ordered 
four packs of batteries from Monoprice. Triple A, eight batteries in a pack. Dollar fourteen a pack. Really? What kind you of bat- double A batteries? Double A. Ellen needed some for some for some uh, like the Swiffer and some remotes yeah. and stuff like stuff like throwaway shit that the batteries will last in a while for. Will last a while in. So she's, uh, she's uh, I have a gift card for CBS. I'm gonna go down and get some batteries. I'm like, hold on. <laughs> if we're looking to save money, let's do that. And even with the shipping, it was still less than yeah. You know, a pack of 32 batteries would have cost. By the way, what episode is this? We should maybe mention that. Oh, it's 308, Look at I that. think. Jesus. Yeah. So, let me see. Maybe next week I'll have everything back and uh, we'll have the voicemail clip and the end of show stuff. And I don't know. Cool. Shall we see what this is? Yeah, why not? Oh, wait. Let me unmute it or demute it or give it audio. I don't know how to fucking... Since it was just the 4th of July weekend, and also to celebrate you removing the swearing ban on the show, I thought I'd replay this very appropriate song. Captain. America. Captain. America. Captain. 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 Captain America and the Avengers. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Last rites with Reverend Scott. I think he's been saving some stuff up. Uh-oh. Gosh, there's the one part that I hate. <laughs> hey there, Chris and Frank. This is Reverend Scott. And yes, that's right. Chris has let me know that the swearing ban has been lifted. He was all like, yeah, I don't care. I don't fucking care. <laughs> and now that he's done that, I just wanted to say, I don't really feel like swearing anymore. Oh, but I'm sure that Frank will swear because secretly Frank thought the swearing ban was the dumbest fucking idea I've ever heard. Now, me personally, I would have made it work. I mean, it's not my show yet, and I don't <laughs> dictate what you do or don't do yet and if you want me to stop cussing then that's what i'll do and as much as i like all the material i get from the two to three hour shows i rather like the shorter concise one hour shows too maybe the combination of the old ideas and new ideas is the change you really needed after all focus more on the entertainment keep the show shorter but still let yourselves say things like big fan of statutory rape (laughs) Because this is America, and we can say whatever we want, whenever we want. And when we get fired from our jobs or bashed online for saying it, we can just blindly say, First Amendment, because we don't understand what the right to free speech actually means. (laughs) Just like Chris and Frank will say whatever they want on the next episode of Are You Serious? Like when they both discuss Frank's vagina. It's very, it's very grimy. Yeah, it's very dark and wet. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> or when Frank explains what he hates most about my penis. That's my biggest complaint. Way too long. Mm-hmm. All right? That's understandable. All that and so many more complaints. But until then, peace and love, guys. I hate black people or Mexicans or really weird looking dudes. Whatever Scott's going to chop up and make me hate next. Oh, son of a bitch. (laughs) And we're back. Yeah. Couldn't keep us away, I guess. I guess not. It just felt weird, didn't it? Yeah, I had to think too much about what I was saying. Yeah. I mean, the the last episode was really, that was was what killed it. It just wasn't as much fun. Yeah. As, as it as it had been, I don't know. And there's been some Star Wars casting news and stuff. People I don't know. Yeah, I'm not even paying attention. It doesn't even matter. No, it doesn't. Even, I just. I show I, me the I gotta movie. I gotta say something though. They're, uh, they're filming in the forests in England, and they're filming in the desert. Um, if this movie revisits every fucking planet from the original trilogy, yeah, I don't need a greatest hits album. I'm, I'm JJ. gonna be pissed. I'll be pissed. If you're going to go to the forest and it's Dantooine, fine. Absolutely fine. up Dantooine? No, the scout ships have reached Dantooine. We find the remnants of a rebel base, uh, but yeah, they it's been deserted for some time. Dantooine is far too remote I to make an effective demonstration. Forgetting. Um, <laughs> but, Holy yeah, I, I, I don't, you don't need to go to the bunker on Endor 30 years later. I, I, I wouldn't mind seeing some new speeder bikes zipping around, though, or some probots. I really hope they put probots in these movies. I love those fuckers. Um, but okay, yeah, a desert planet. Okay, fine. Luke grew up on Tatooine. You're looking for him. I guess. Is it. that the that's, story? I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I don't want to know. We'll see. But if that's what's going on, then fine. But I don't. Don't go. Don't go back to fucking Hoth. Don't set fucking foot on Hoth. Too many video games. Uh, the Battle of Endor. Uh, the Battle of Hoth. Too much. Too much. Just yeah. too too much. There's no reason to go back there. <sighs> what? Luke lost lost a set of keys when he was hanging upside down. He left his of- his phone charger plugged in, so he needs to go back 38 years later. Anyway, I don't know. There was something else I, w- I wanted to say real quick, and I totally forgot what it fucking was. This is why the old shows used to go for three hours. <laughs> I know. And but no, there this. was something that was actually related. It was Scott with the I hate everybody thing. I'm trying to jog my memory here. It's not going to work. Well, you are getting older. I know. I know I'm not liking it. Everything just hurts. Yeah. You ever wake up? No. Yeah, okay. Have you ever no. been jar? Have you ever, like, I get up to shut the alarm off, and, like, my stomach and my arms will just be like searingly painful and like i'll wake up an hour later and i'll be fine maybe you've been too tense maybe maybe but it kind of feels like how i was when 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 my thyroid was really bad um but it'd been going i went to see my doctor and he's like okay take a half a pill for two months and then take no pill for two months and come back and see me in four months because he thinks i might have been um what's it called where it stops I'm in remission. Okay. He thinks that it might be in remission. But the the pain that I get, it's it's sporadic, very random. Like, yeah. I can't. There's, it's like, oh, it's on every Tuesday. No. It's been like three times, but a, two of those times have been before I cut down the pills. 
So it's kind of weird. Like, I, I don't know yeah. if it's like my body, the way I'm sleeping or something. I don't know. It's don't weird. Know. Yeah. So. All right. So, folks, this is it for our we're back. Shorter. This is really bugging me that I can't remember what I was going to say. And um, I don't know. Are you serious? Podcast at gmail.com. This was episode 308. I'm trying to buy some time here so you can yeah. jog your memory. So, all right. So, no more jogging for Chris. We'll see you. Um, I'll remember tomorrow. You'll That's remember the, the minute we're done. Yeah. So, um, have a great week. If you could hit that Go GoFundMe thing, that would be awesome. Please, please, and thank you. Um, yep. So, even you know what? Even if you could retweet it or something, you know, yeah. throw a few bucks. You can't throw a few great. bucks, just share it, throw it out there. Uh, that would be awesome. Uh, pretty soon in the next few weeks, we're going to announce our, our latest project. Yeah. We're getting closer. Yeah. We're getting closer. We have a new really, really interesting and fun project. Like that, an actual um, thing that like can a real, appeal Like a thing. To, this is going to be a thing. To, to real people. Yeah. This is... Um, yeah, not, this not this small, narrow group of people that no, listen this, to our show. This is going to be a, this is going to be a good thing, yeah. um, and we're really, really excited about it. So, yeah. um, so have a great week. Hope everyone had a great fourth. Thank you again for all your birthday wishes, and um, that's all. Yeah, I think that's good. Goodbye. I won't remember. fucking dumb you can say what you want about this country and i love this place i love the freedoms we used to have i love it i love that you know? uh-huh. i love it when it didn't take a fucking catastrophe to get us to care for one another i love the fact that we're on camera all the time from all angles but you know what? You can say what you want about America. And I say I love this place. I wouldn't have it any other way. I wouldn't live in any other time in history in any other place. But say what you want about America. Land of the free, home of the brave. We got some dumbass motherfuckers floating around this country. Dumbass motherfuckers. You know? Yeah. 
Now, obviously, that doesn't include this audience. I understand that. You seem intelligent and perceptive, but the rest of them, holy jumping fucking shitballs. Dumber than a second coat of paint. And this ain't just ranting and raving. This ain't just blowing off steam. I got a little evidence to support my claim. It just seems to me, seems to me, that only a really low IQ population could have taken this beautiful continent, this magnificent American landscape that we inherited. Well, actually, we stole it from the Mexicans and the Indians, but <laughs> hey, it was nice when we stole it. It looked pretty good. It was pristine. Paradise. Have you seen it lately? Have you taken a good look at it lately? It's fucking embarrassing. Only a nation of unenlightened half-wits could have taken this beautiful place and turned it into what it is today, a shopping mall. A big fucking shopping mall. You know that? That's all you got. That's all you've got here, folks. Mile after mile of mall after mall. Many, many malls. Major malls and mini malls. They put the mini malls in between the major malls. And in between the mini malls, they put the mini marts. And in between the mini marts, you got the car lots, gas stations, muffler shops, laundromats, cheap hotels, fast food joints, strip clubs, and dirty bookstores. America the Beautiful. One big transcontinental commercial cesspool. And how do the people feel about all this? How do the people feel about living in a coast-to-coast -coast shopping mall? Well, they think it's just fucking dandy they think it is cool as can be because Americans love the mall they love the mall that's where they get to satisfy their two most prominent addictions at the same time shopping and eating millions of semi-conscious Americans day after day shuffling through the malls shopping and eating especially eating Americans love to eat they are they are fatally attracted to the slow death of fast food Hot dogs, corn dogs, triple bacon, cheeseburgers, deep fried butter, dipped in pork fat and cheese whiz, mayonnaise soaked, barbecued mozzarella, patty melts. Americans will eat anything, anything, anything. If you were selling sautéed raccoons assholes on a stick, <laughs> Americans would buy them and eat them. Especially if you dipped them in butter and put a little salsa on them. This country is big time, pig time. Forget the bald eagle. You know what the national emblem of this country ought to be? A big bowl of macaroni and cheese. A big bowl, because everything in this country is king size. King size, extra large, and super jumbo. Especially the fucking people. Have you seen some of the people in this country? Have you taken a good look at some of these big fat motherfuckers walking around? Big fat motherfuckers. Oh my God, huge piles of redundant protoplasm lumbering through the malls like a fleet of interstate buses. The people in this country are immense, massive bellies, monstrous thighs, and big fat fucking asses. And if you stand there for a minute and you look at one of them, you look at one of them, you, you, you begin to wonder, how does this woman take a shit? How does she shit? And even more frightening, how does she wipe her ass? Can she even locate her asshole? She must require assistance. Are paramedics trained in this field? And standing right next to her, of course, with a plate full of nachos and a mouthful of pie is her clueless fucking husband, Joe Sixpack. With his monstrous swollen beer belly hanging dangerously out over his belt, beer belt buckle, this guy ain't seen his dick since the Nixon administration. 
And if you stand there and you look at the two of them, you begin to wonder to yourself, do these people fuck? Is this man actually capable of fucking this woman? It doesn't seem structurally possible that these two people could achieve penetration. Maybe they're in that Cirque du Soleil or something. I'm telling you, the people in this country are every half, every one of them is 50 pounds overweight. They are gargantuan. And in the summertime, God help us, in the summertime, they all want to wear short pants. Jesus, Lord, protector of all that is good and holy, deliver me from fat people in short pants. They all got short pants, big bellies, fat thighs, and dumb kids. Short pants, big bellies, fat thighs, and dumb kids. Every one of them's got two dumbass kids with them. And the whole family is wearing t-shirts, and every one of them's got the same t-shirt. I'm with stupid. Apparently in this country, the stupids are an extended family. And besides wearing them t-shirts, everyone in the family's got on a backpack. They got a backpack strapped to their back so they can carry around lots of stupid shit. And the reason they got to carry their stupid shit strapped to their backs is because their hands must remain free at all times to hold food. And to get that food up to the mouth where it gets shoveled in with all the rest of the disgusting shit they ate that day. And another reason for the backpacks is these people are going to buy even more stupid shit. They ain't got enough stupid shit at home. They just had a stupid shit sale. They ain't got to buy more. They're going to go out in the parking lot and stuff this stuff into the big, fat, ugly, oversized SUV that's got plenty of room in it. Plenty of room in it for stupid shit and lots of room left over for these big, fat, ugly motherfuckers to get them home. Stopping, of course, for jelly roll and fried dough. These people, these people are efficient, professional, compulsive consumers. That's their, they think of that as, their, as the, the, their national pride. It's their civic duty, consumption. It's the new national pastime. Fuck baseball. It's consumption. The only true, lasting American value that's left, buying things. Buying things. People spending money they don't have on things they don't need. Money they don't have on things they don't need. So they can max out their credit cards and spend the rest of their lives paying 18% interest on something that costs $12.50. And they didn't like it when they got it home anyway. Not too bright, folks. Not too fucking bright. But if you talk to one of them about this, if you isolate one of them, you sit them down rationally, and you talk to them about the low IQs and the dumb behavior and the bad decisions, right away they start talking about education. That's the big answer to everything. Education. They say, we need more money for education. We need more, more, more books, more teachers, more classrooms, more schools. Uh, we need more testing for the kids. You say to them, well, you know, we've tried all of that, and the kids still can't pass the test. They say, oh, don't you worry about that. We're going to lower the passing grades. And that's what they do in a lot of these schools now. They lower the passing grades so more kids can pass. More kids pass, the school looks good, everybody's happy, the IQ of the country slips another two or three points, and pretty soon all you'll need to get into college is a fucking pencil. <laughs> Got a pencil? Get the fuck in there, it's physics. Then everyone wonders why 17 other countries graduate more scientists than we do. Education! Politicians know that word, they use it on you. Politicians have traditionally hidden behind three things. The flag, the Bible, and children. No child left behind. No child left behind. Oh, really? Well, it wasn't long ago you were talking about giving kids a head start. Head start, left behind. Someone's losing fucking ground here. Okay, like that's enough. No more talking.